three, two, one, go. from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. These are Batch Fridays, where we talk about season two of the Bad Batch episode by episode, focusing today on episode three, The Solitary Clone, and what an episode that was. Mm -hmm. But before we get into it, we would like to welcome our amazing guest for today, Chris Rhymes from Baraxium. Welcome back to the triad. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me back. You know I love hanging with you guys. Oh man, we always love talking to you. This is the third third time on the triad, so it's kind of like it seems like a special, a special one. Uh, (laughs) It's a magic number, twenty. It's like talking about the third episode. It's uh, too many, too many uh, trinities happening uh, here today. So we are very, very excited about it. Uh, Before we get started on anything, I just I'm on the Willow train right now, so I have to get this off of my chest. Willow was amazing. The yes. season finale was incredible. Renew Willow, please. Please. Uh, like, and they, well, I mean, you, you saw at the end that, you know, they had volume one, volume two, volume three on that bookshelf. Yep. yep. So I'm like, please, please make it happen. Like, I mm, I still think, and I don't, <clears throat> other people may roll their eyes when I say this, but I still think it's in the Star Wars universe. All that magic and what they're that's talking about. Uh, I'm uh, just saying. They talk about um, magic, and when they talk about it, they're talking about it like it's the force. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Would so, you say that it's uh, like a, in a planet, like concurrent to every story we know? And it's just that they don't have the technology. Oh, yet, they're, think I think they're, past? I think they're far off or something like, even, you know, if, if, if I were writing it. Um, <laughs> it's one of those planets, like maybe, in the, in the, you know, during the High Republic era that Yoda maybe went to and saw that maybe, <clears throat> you know, they're, that plan is still in its infancy or maybe he keeps it like off the jedi records or something like that you know the galactic record so it like it can just be its own thing outer rim or or, or unknown regions or something who knows okay but I, um I, I dig it i dig it i would that would be a, I, I would love that that's like that'd be a big step to take and uh maybe that's I, in volume three yeah yeah maybe 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 in volume four uh, but it's funny though because i was not too enthused for Willow because I did not grow up with the movie. I had not mm-hmm. seen the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I was just like, okay, whatever. Let's, let's watch. Let's watch the movie before watching the show. And then I watched the movie. Obviously, I'm not the intended target for the movie because mm-hmm. it's for a younger audience. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I mean, I can see the appeal. Uh, but it didn't I, it didn't blow my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just like, okay, well, if this is the movie, then now I know what to expect from the tone of the yeah. show. And like, it was when I started the series, it was basically that. It was basically the tone of the movie. But as the series progressed, oh, it, it, it morphed just, into something it, else. It morphed into something completely. I mean, still, still has that same jovial attitude and like Joy Devere, right? It still yeah. enjoys being itself. <clears throat> but it, it, you know, it gets, it gets, it gets funky. It gets funky, and in it a was, really good way. Like the movie came out when I was thirteen, and uh, like I was already like, oh, this is. I was like, you saw like General Kale, and I'm like, that's Darth Vader. Like, I was an idiot. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. But um, uh, I, uh, or was, still am, just in a different level, idiot. But uh, it, it was lovingly, lovingly. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was so, I, I thought it was really cool. And I, you know, it was like, it's it's Lucas's own Lord of the Rings kind of thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I really dug it. And it took me a minute to get used to, um, the vernacular of the characters in this new one because um you know you think it would have the same kind of language or, or the same kind of uh vernacular as like a uh, lord of the rings or a right or mm-hmm. a game of thrones you know house of dragon all that stuff <clears throat> and it doesn't you know it's very um you know, it's, it, yeah very contemporary and then when they mixed in the music with it i was like okay they've really given it their own feel with when they throw like modern music onto it um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was like okay i'm in i'm in i'm sold and i, I like this new direction that kazan is taking mm-hmm. with uh with willow and uh i think it's great even if they don't make it a part of the star wars universe which i yeah i still hope they do um <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll forward we'll forward that idea like, yeah on. yeah we'll talk to them um but i i like i like that and and uh it, like it, it it could be its own like its own separate universe, like you know, like the Marvel stuff and and whatnot, just have its own feel, and I and I'm I'm here for it. 
I love it. I know some people don't, uh, but uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm I'm here for it. Nani unfortunately hasn't seen it yet, but hopefully oh. this little mini review is motivating her to be like, okay, I got it. Yeah, gotta check yeah. this yeah, out. You gotta, you gotta check it out. I got it. Now yeah, you, were what, you, you were watching uh, the last season of Historic Materials, right? Is that yeah. what was happening? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the last thing I watched. Mm-hmm. And good, right? Uh, yeah, I I loved it. I think it was my favorite season out of the three. It was also my favorite book. So, mm. you know, I've watched we'll any to, of that. No, I mean. It's been weird for me because I also read the books and I saw the original movie that had come out with Nicole Kidman a while ago and I wasn't too much yeah. of a fan of that movie. Yeah. And I've seen the first two seasons. I haven't seen the last one yet. But uh, I, I've enjoyed the series so far, but I, I don't know. Maybe I need to like rewatch them now so we can talk about it a little more uh, with because I'm forgetting things. And right now I'm talking out of my ass, basically. But <laughs> there's, there's something missing, I think, in the in the series that just doesn't capture the magic of the book. And I don't want to be one of those book snobs that's just like, well, you know, the book's better than the movie because that's that's BS, right? There's more, look at the Lord of the Rings. The movies stand on, on their own, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, whatever. This is this is not the His Dark Materials podcast. This is the <laughs> Star Wars Plus. Well, it's Star Wars Plus, so we do talk yeah. about all this. Right. Uh, but we're here, we're here to talk about Bad Batch, episode correct. three. Mm-hmm. I was cynical about episodes one and two. If you listened to last episode, I wasn't that much into it. But Raven gave an awesome review for that. I started like turning, uh, which is basically these first two episodes of Triad have been very bro bro axiom centered, which is <laughs> yes. it's, it's a, a happy coincidence. Uh, here. All in the family. Uh, yeah. Keeping it in the family. Keeping it in That's the right. family. Uh, but Solitary Clone was something else. Uh, but uh, Chris, what have been your thought? What was your thought of Bad Batch? season one now that we you know can look back on it loved fondly it. loved it loved it uh i i love the concept <clears throat> i love this team um i was like you know when when this series first started i was like uh i had a very um not sour but like like very downer uh outlook of where this is going to go because for, for me like you know when, when i mm-hmm. think of any story that stems from the clone wars um for anyone involved um, it doesn't work out well for anyone unless you're Sheev Palpatine. You know, he's the only one that came out of this thing, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so um, for Bad Batch, I was like, oh, so when is oh, so Order 66 hasn't happened yet, like when it first started. I'm like, right. let me see what goes down with that. Like, are they going to switch or is it going to take a little bit of time? Or are they going to like each individually? Like, I thought it was going to be one season. And like, you know, the Bad Batch team breaks down the further you go along in the series because each dark, one yeah. goes into yeah i i i need it i need um i need to find some happiness in my life or something maybe because that's why i'm not you know but um but yeah i thought it was going to go, just go downhill for them from there but i I, mm-hmm. I i love the way it turned out and um and uh you know i love that family dynamic that they have and going into the second season uh starting out i don't know what the time jump is um between season one and two i I don't they i don't know if they said anything i don't remember but um to see them like you know personalizing their their armor so that it isn't Mm -hmm. yeah you know part of the army of the republic and how well omega is now like you know she's like a you know true blue a part of the team now and not just stay on the ship you know and where it's safe while we do all the dangerous stuff and now she's a part of that and still learning stuff you know so Mm -hmm. i i love that i love that very much so but and this episode was kind of like solitary clone was kind of like a, like bait and switch to to an extent because mm. you're you know you're expecting the bad batch and like in all the episodes but this episode was like no 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 screw the screw the batch we're gonna go to one of the missing ingredients and we're right. gonna go back we're gonna go back and see what happened to our our good friend crosshair and it's just yeah. a just a imperial episode so to speak which kind of reminded me a lot of like the old clone wars episodes mm-hmm. and obviously we'll we'll get to that but it was kind of a nice change of pace because we're seeing things from quote unquote the bad guys point of view instead of like you right. know, good guys which you know great uh, shades of gray and all that stuff yeah. and we'll get into it but to kind of see that change right from bat batch perspective to imperial perspective mm-hmm. was really refreshing and unexpected because i wasn't especially yeah. so soon in the season yeah it was something that blew my mind and kind of got me on the bat batch train because like i said i was not feeling it 
at first. Now you're officially on. The, with the, yeah. yeah. With the premiere, I wasn't. I wasn't on board. I, I had a ticket, but I wasn't on board. <laughs> uh, but, but but now 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 I'm there. I'm reclined. I'm ready for the journey. Yeah. Uh, girls, what did you think of Solitary Clone? Well, considering what I what I thought the first scenes was going to go. Yeah. I love this episode. <laughs> I love this episode. It was so kind of like that. <laughs> dark. It yeah. was just like, oh, um, it was one of the things. Though, uh, it, it, one of the cool things that stood out for me, and this is just like a superficial thing, was mm. seeing. Um, hold on, my phone is going off for some reason. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, it's all. My dad's listening to the TV, so hopefully it doesn't come in. So we're all good with the ambient noise. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Seeing all the cool ways that um, seeing Crosshair at work, seeing him work, oh, seeing yeah. him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just 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 you know, be that awesome soldier that he is. You know, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's it's for the Empire, but seeing right. seeing mm-hmm. that was was amazing. Um, Cody, who yeah. who um, he, I would, uh, and it's not going to happen. I would love for him to get a chance to like apologize to Obi Wan, <laughs> hey, because he sort know. of did. You never know. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he know. sort of did in this thing. Like he regretted it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, oh man, that would that would be that would be amazing. Uh, but I, I love his story, and I'm glad that you know he, you know, of course he still went through with the Order sixty six, but you know, I'm guessing the programming either wore wore off or yeah. he's just seen so much that is overriding whatever that programming is, and like, oh, this is not. You know this is not right and mm-hmm. and i love that and uh and <clears throat> i knew that you know i was like i was so ready for something else uh you know outside of of andor because andor was very was very very grounded very serious right and in this in this particular episode i was like this is very andorish because i mm-hmm. felt yeah because mm-hmm. like you feel like on the ground <clears throat> Uh, the oppression of the empire right and it was and it was there in this one um like tenfold it was it was there with uh with how they um rejected you know the, the pleas for like you know we are a sovereign yeah. you know mm-hmm. planet you know, we're not a part of the empire. Yeah, yeah yeah and um and the, the empire is going no, no, this is uh, this is like uh, cool this is all story, ours, bro. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. This is so large, you gotta go. And um, you know, after you know, Crosshair did what he did and 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 killed off that uh, you know, the leader, yeah. and um, after the clones do all the work, and then the stormtroopers mm. step in, I was like, man, this is I like, yeah. I, I immediately flashed back to just, just Andor and just, just, just how the empire was in that and, and how oppressive they were, and I was like, this is. This is amazing. This is just mm-hmm. amazing. I agree on everything. Nani, how about you? Yeah. You've been quiet. What do you, what do you think of? Yeah, Solitary no, Clone? I was I was blown away. It it actually kind of physically hurt. I remember after it finished, I was like actively depressed. <laughs> like it's so sad. <laughs> I mean, his plight is just because it is the character that you love, even though you know that he's not taking the correct path. And you mm-hmm. see him going from, you know, having difficulty sleeping and, you know, eating alone. And, and they don't even let him eat, I feel like. Yeah, he, he never finished a meal. And, and, and he looks so sad, you know, by himself in the cafeteria. And then he kind of becomes part of a team again and then ends up alone all over. And it's just mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. seeing him walking by himself down the corridor. And it was just gut-wrenching. And they did yeah. such mm-hmm. a good job of that. And I, I just remember as soon as I read the title, Solitary Clone, I was like, oh, please give me some crosshair. And I was not disappointed it was it was really really yeah. good to see our boy and and some of those amazing mm-hmm. shots he pulls off it's it's ridiculous and yeah i think uh to piggyback a little bit on what you were saying chris it's i think it's uh different you know one thing is having the chip being activated in that moment and being told that the jedi you know are traitors and having that instinct to act as a soldier and follow orders but with time actually being on the ground and seeing and being a part of the systemic oppression that the empire is doing, I think is making a lot of these clones, you know, go AWOL. Uh, I'm really mm-hmm. happy that we got to see Cody regretting it. I mean, from the moment that uh, Crosshair says to him that the ones that are going AWOL are traitors, just like the Jedi. And I saw hesitation there from Cody. I was like, wait, did I see that correctly? Yep. Yep. Is this yep. happening? 
please let this happen. And, you know, this thing that, you know, Bad Batch is, they were all engineered differently, but that regs are also going AWOL because they can see, I mean, they fought for the Republic. Yeah. And now, you know, it's systemic oppression. I like when he says so much for peace when they kill the, the leader of the town that, you know, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really was never about peace and order. It's about control and subjugation and power. Yes, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these clones are starting to see it, you know, yeah. as it's happening. And they've been a part of it. And I'm really glad that I'm really hoping he did just go away while they didn't actually kill him. So, yeah, uh, he, I, I'm 100%. Well, not 100%. Sure that, yeah. I'm fairly confident that he actually did go AWOL because. Yeah. It has to go somewhere. Like I'm not. Yeah. I, I and don't especially think with Crosshair's reaction, you know, that mm-hmm. it's like, wait, why, why am I not under Commander Cody? And the dehumanizing of always using their numbers and not acknowledging mm-hmm. their names either. <clears throat> but yeah, his reaction that's like, why am I not under Cody? Because I thought when Cody didn't follow the order that Crosshair was going to tell on him, like, oh, he's mm-hmm. not following orders. He is incompetent now. He can't be. He's compromised. But yeah. you could tell that he wasn't. He, I think Crosshair was actually happy to be back. Mm-hmm in a team you know and being useful and and yeah not being in the commander position because he was never a commander you know and to have you know a leader a strong one that he knew from before everything happened you know i think was kind of helping him leave this rut that he's in and then to have that been Mm -hmm. taken away was just devastating to me it's like oh crosshair Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah it it's does such a good way of portraying that that it's it's amazing it's such a short animated show and Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm, makes you mm -hmm. feel all the clone wars and the andor and everything and you gotta love seeing some battle droids you know yeah every time (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is it's very nostalgic right when the when the battle droids all show up and then you see like the 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 oh my god i forgot the tank's name sorry nerds Eh, when the (laughs) tank rolls up and then droidicas and and like i'm just like oh my god this is yeah i'm 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 12, 14 years old again. And I'm so happy. Oh, it's prequel time. Uh, it was, it was very, it, it was weird because like you get excited to like have a Clone Wars fight, but then you look at it like from a different perspective because it's technically, well, wait, the battle droids aren't the bad guys technically now. Yeah. Technically they're the good guys now. They're, they're protecting they're the defending, town. <laughs> yeah. They're defending a sovereign, you know, a sovereign state, sovereign yeah. planet, however you want to call it. So it's kind of a reversal. They're still the antagonist, right? Of mm. the episode because this is still a crosshair POV. But to kind of see that duality play out, it's like, well, they're the bad guy slash antagonist, but technically they're the ones that are fighting for. I love that the right thing, and I use that, yeah. you know, cautiously. Yeah. Uh, it was it was very it was very jarring while watching it. Uh, but I think that's one of the great things about this episode. It's very action heavy. So what? It's a twenty five minute episode. So let's say fifteen minutes of it are basically action. But then you mm-hmm. have like these three very poignant <clears throat> scenes of dialogue. They just like hammer across the yeah the the haunting nature of the of the empire, which is like so 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 tragic, right? Especially looking at it from Crosshair, because when we left him in season one, it's just like, well, he's just a he's just a douche, right? Who decided to follow the empire? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because it's just like, well, good uh, good soldiers follow orders. orders. I took out my ship, and I still want to do that. But like now, there's you know the depth of it of him being like, oh well. At, at what cost, right? Am yeah. I following those orders for? Because now I'm in a room by myself alone, like Cyril Corn in Andor. I, I try to yeah. find uh, some family or companionship mm-hmm. or camaraderie in the in the barracks, and I'm trying to have some lunch, mm-hmm. but everyone rejects me because I'm not like them. So, like, there's you know, there's this weird environment where like he thinks that he's doing the right thing, but the cost is that he's alienating <laughs> himself, basically. Yeah. And something ain't right. And it, it, I, when I saw him in, like, you know, sitting in his barracks by himself, I, I immediately thought of uh, Agent Callus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rebels, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that one and I was too, like, right? Yeah. And he's like, wow. Like, he, he realizes that he was, you know, fighting for the wrong side. Um, I'll tell you, one thing that, uh, you know, after watching the prequels and seeing how good the clone troopers are, I was like, why did they downgrade to conscripts and stormtroopers? When these clones are so efficient, there'd be no original trilogy if the I think if the clones were at their best and like focused and, oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and you know do. doing their thing. Yeah. I don't think there would have been. Um, but then you see that yeah, these clones because they had that history of fighting for the Republic mm-hmm. um, and their individual personalities that go along with that, and and you know the, the you know they can see right and wrong. At least some of them can. 
or yeah. a good portion mm-hmm. of them can. Um, you see why they had to phase them out. Like they even talked about it. Uh, like uh, there's a conversation between two clones in in this particular yep. episode. Yep. Talking about that. Yeah. And um, Bill. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're, they're you know they had to be phased out because they they need a more um, patriotic compliant soldiers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. and um, it's also cheaper too to just steal yeah, children absolutely. and indoctrinate them to grow clothes so mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. so and i thought that was fantastic and, and and part of that leads to this one mindset that i'm on uh if you've read any of the comics there's a team in the empire in the age of the empire after episode four called scar squadron Mm-hmm. And these I saw, I saw characters... Star Wars explained episode on it. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't read it, but I, I'm versed now. Thank I, you. I, I talked about that like when I was on the Clone Zone with with Alex. Me and Dan were on the Clone Zone with Alex and, and Molly. We were there for the first episode, mm-hmm. and I mentioned this because like you know, I know they read the comics and 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 Dan and I read the comics. And you know when I see Bad Batch, I look at Scar Squatch and I'm like, each member looks just like. One of the members of Bad Batch, and I was like, "Oh!" And that was another reason why I was like, "Oh, this this is not going to end well," because they're going to become Scar Squad uh, Squadron, or e- either they get reconditioned and become Scar Squadron, or they get copied, or they, some something yeah. you know. Oh, they, they like get, you know, like there's that. another you know, uh, their templates get cloned again, uh, mm-hmm. since you know Mount Tantus, and they're doing that whole that whole you know that whole cloning thing there, right? And there's a more compliant uh imperial like you know diehard scar Version squad of them. you know yeah. oh, the bad batch yeah but yeah mm-hmm. so, nega, nega bad batch basically yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well i mean because um, they have proven very effective so. yeah yeah i and like I'm that idea sure even though i'm tired of clones but somehow palpatine has returned and all that but i but i dig i dig that i dig that that, that yeah. could be cool you know that could, that could be a thing and that um i forgot the name of that uh Gromit, Gromit, the, the Imperial officer, oh, who seemed kind of, kind of weakish. Ah, uh, like the governor, Grot, or something yeah. like that. The yeah, Grotten, something like Grot, Governor Groton. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, he at first, and there were a couple for me that were a couple like not bait and switch, but things happened the way I didn't think they would. He was one of them. I thought that when when uh when the when the ship landed, he's like, <clears throat> you know, he seemed Nervous. like he was trying to like muster up yeah. the, his courage to go out there. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. this could be someone who could maybe could maybe turn and and maybe you know help out. The thing. And then you see by the end of it when you know I guess when they when they capture the city and everything, and he's like, now kill her. Like you can see, yeah. he is he's there. He's scared. He's so yeah. scared, he's so spineless, and, oh, and yeah. you know, and is oh, a yeah. coward. Um, and I was just like, oh, that is, I, I was like, ah, how did I not pick up on that? That's a typical imperial, right? It's uh, the same, same as the guy from Andor. I forget his name. The guy that kicks uh, B two emo, who was uh, right yeah. before oh. that scene. Right yeah. before that scene, when he's asking yeah. to drive, he could become like the administrator of the right. City oh, the prefect. Yeah. yeah, prefect. There we go. It's exactly same same type of guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, like yeah, can I, can spineless I have guy. This? Yeah, but what happens to that guy? He gets a brick to the face. So mm-hmm. hopefully, Gromit, you know, yeah, he'll get his eventually. Yeah. Hopefully, All right. and yeah, and when they say you know the title of the show is uh, sol- is solitary, the solitary clone. clone, yeah. Um, and I saw that like, I, you know that that uh, Cody was there and they're going with his whole team. I was like, oh no, they're gonna kill Cody and the whole team. <laughs> same, same. The solitary <laughs> clone <laughs> is gonna be Crosshair, but Just, it, 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 it turned out to be different. I'm like, oh good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Cody, I was very surprised. I mean, it, and it was by—I mean, I knew Cody was going to show up, mm. like in the season, because it was hyped up. But for some reason, I have forgotten from the trailers that he didn't have like his armor yellow. So yeah, like, so, so that was that, very so when, jarring to see. So when like, he what? showed up, and it's mm-hmm. all gray, I'm just like, "Who the fuck is this clone?" Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then like he takes off the helmet, and I see the scar, and it's like, "Oh, God, it's Cody! I'm yeah. a bad nerd! Oh my God!" But it yeah. was such a clever. Clever choice, right? Yeah, they know like, they know bright colors in the empire. They don't know no, no. that. There's no like, individuality. You're just numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I but I was very surprised with the characterization too, because I would have thought, and I think that's where this whole debate I think that everyone's having about the ships. It's just like, wait, if they're organic, they were out. Like, it's it's is it only for Order sixty six? Like, what's going on with the ships? But mm. exactly, we saw that he that uh, Cody didn't hesitate. You know, in episode three, he was like, yeah. oh, uh, execute. Last 
blast yeah. him like no 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 mercy no nothing yeah so like all of a sudden well, we see him now in bad batch he's like oh well you know i'm not so sure about this anymore he's yeah. like, well, what's, what's happening so yeah. i think i think that's very kind of valuable especially if we're looking at crosshair maybe having a redemption arc. well not maybe i think this all oh, but confirms oh, yeah. uh, crosshair is going to have a redemption arc uh, up in here uh, but here's a question for everybody is it going to be based on cody's sacrifice is cody gonna find a way to like either reunite with rex or the bat batch or something it's gonna be like some event that happens between a uh, crosshair and cody that then makes crosshair be like damn i gotta switch sides because you know cody's dying in his arms or something like that is, is he cody the, the, gonna keep showing up uh, is he the uh the, the the clone equivalent of ben solo exactly <laughs> <laughs> except no you know no right no force healing, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not this time. Um, exactly. I, I would I, I would agree with that. Um, as long as they're still able to, you know, get Obi Wan in there. Yeah. Well, no, that that'd be nice. But I, but I, I, as long as it still leads into Scar Squadron, which I think it's going. God, I hope so. Um, mm. Yeah, I could see something by the end of this series happening where, I. Mm, I think they. Oh, that's horrible to say. But uh, <laughs> say it, say it. I keep thinking. It. I keep thinking they're all gonna go. They're all gonna, you except for so. Omega, or if they want to keep Omega's story going, like they, what they did with Lando in the comics with Lobot, where Lobot, mm -hmm. uh, like Lando's trying to uh, uh, cure Lobot of the uh, that affliction he has because of the uh, the mechanism on his head and get his his personality back. If something happens with Bad Batch and they are reconditioned into beings. Scar Squadron. I'm sorry. I'm so hooked. I'm so centered on on that that part right. of the story. Right. I, I but, think um, it. I think it. Let's go. I wanted to, you know if that could be like her life's mission is to find a way to find them again and and bring them all back in some way. That would be that would be. I think that'd be super dope. And then that'll be the live action uh, Disney Plus show Omega, and it's just like yeah. or or weaves into whatever the second uh, season of uh, Book of Boba is going to be. Yeah. Which speaking of Boba, I mean, I, I know we're getting like ahead of ourselves here, but uh, is Boba gonna show up? I and mean, we'll have Omega. Where's the Alpha? You know, are we gonna oh, see some? That would be awesome. You know, are we gonna that see them awesome. interact at some point? And if we are, is it gonna be in season two? Is it gonna be like comic books, books? I take action? it. I'll take it any way they 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 want to give that story. They... <laughs> I ingest it all. Give me. Because how much older is Boba? Are they the same age, Boba and and Omega, or are they, or is he older than her? Because um, she's technically older than the Bat Batch, technically. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, because Boba was ten by the time Attack of the Clones happened, so he was he was uh, born a, a short time after Phantom Menace, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Omega, I would probably say. Yeah, they're going to Alpha and Omega. Yeah, he's yeah, he was definitely the first. Um, yeah. and I think probably maybe halfway. Yeah, probably like halfway between Phantom Menace and uh and Attack of the Clones, Omega was was created. Okay. So well, they shouldn't be too far apart in age yeah. or something. Apart. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they can have they can have they can have, they can have a conversation. They can relate. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd love we'll that. See it. And she's with her like a uh, clone trooper armor, little yeah. Omega clone trooper armor. Yeah, like, she uh, looks awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to see like how it evolves because I think that's really the cool thing about all these armored characters is like mm -hmm. how the armor comes together until yeah, kind of man like man Mandalorian, right? We see mm -hmm. him with the crappy armor like it's yeah. in season one, and then it slowly becomes adding Uber the Mando, pieces. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to see Uber Omega. Uh, but coming back to Solitary Clone, uh, I think the most poignant scene, though, was that scene when they go back to, what, what's it what, What's it called, that memorial uh, with all the clone names? But apparently, thanks to Kyle, uh, Kyle on Twitter, we oh, know he, that did he, did he, uh, he deciphered it. It's all gibberish. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the memorial is all gibberish, which, which mm. good, actually. I, I, I prefer that because then you're, well, no, because in the one wall, but whatever. Right. Uh, but that scene, I think that was the most important scene because that's when like Cody drops the hammer and he's just like, oh, or the difference between like uh, clones and droids, you know, yeah. 
we can we can make choices, but we also have to live with those choices. Yeah. yeah. Drops the mic. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm paraphrasing. Right. Drops the mic and, and mm -hmm. walks off, which I thought was a beautiful shot, by the way, because I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of the things that I'm really, 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 really enjoying about Bad Batch is how beautiful the animation is. It's just like. Each oh yeah. Episode just like looks better than the previous one. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's possible, but they keep doing it. And that seems just like even though it's very dark, but with having the memorial wall yeah. like dimly illuminated and just him walking into you know the center of the screen, it was just chef's kiss, beautifully yeah. shot. And uh, Nani, what did you think of that scene once it, you know, once it, how, and with how it played out? Yeah, no, it was really good because it kind of brought everything that I was hoping was going to happen with Cody, like that's hesitation that I saw and, and trying to resolve the situation at the end of the fight, you know, peacefully and kind of that regret and, you know, still having Crosshair be completely like, oh, you know, soldiers, it's what we do. We follow orders and that's it. Mm -hmm. But then Cody just being like, well, but we're not like droids. We don't just receive an order and it's automatic. We still have to actually choose to obey it. And if we're choosing to obey bad, terrible, horrible orders, then we're complicit with it and we have to live with it. And I think it was very real, And but it was said very, you know, just directly, no over flourishing mm -hmm. language and just yeah. in a way that is very clear. And I think that's really going to stay with Crosshair. And I think he's going to continuously, as he continues to do missions for the empire that's always going to be at the back of his mind like oh yeah oh good soldiers follow orders but should i be following yeah. these orders and i think that's going to be instrumental when eventually we do get the redemption arc mm -hmm. chris what do you think <sighs> I, I i'm doing i'm, I'm doing a uh, i'm doing a rewatch of 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 some arcs within the clone wars animated series right now mm -hmm. so okay. everything that goes on in bad batch with the clones hits so hard with everything we're seeing like especially that conversation as soon as they had that that last conversation he's saying uh you know yeah we follow these orders but we have to deal with the consequences and, yeah. and the regret of it oh, good. I, like i immediately flashed to um one of the last times we see cody with obi-wan in in the uh in that final arc in the clone wars uh animated where he's, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you know, dealing with Obi Wan and whatnot, and then I flash to to what he did, in in right. Revenge of the Sith, and man, like, I always it tell hurts. people it hurts. <laughs> like I always tell people, like you know, like and they're like, you know, you know, where should I begin with Star Wars? I'm like, begin anywhere. Oh yeah, you know, mm -hmm. but um, but see, this one of the benefits of of just just being able to see everything is moments mm -hmm. like that when mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. you know if if you ingest everything and whatnot and i'm saying you don't have to but uh, but like if no. you ingest it like i do and I, i'm ridiculous um we're on the same boat <laughs> it hits it, so many moments hit so hard yeah. and mm -hmm. it just makes you know not that it makes because the writing is to me genius when things like that happen when when, when they you know start to connect these lines and mm -hmm. and just just you know, just make this 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 universe so so well connected, and and when you get the references that are being told, it just it's make it just makes moments like that like oh, mm -hmm. that just it you know it, it it gives it more than someone who may be watching Bad Batch for the first time or or, mm -hmm. or someone who may not have seen uh, Clone Wars, it'll mean something to them, but they don't know the full breadth of what um, that statement says. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that just that that's that's one of the things I took away from this episode, and that that's probably the the main thing I took away from this episode. Everything's connect, and everything's connected. And I mean, I get tired of saying this because everyone says it, and it and, and you know George said it first, and it becomes it's a cliche now. But it's you know it's the whole poetry thing. It, mm -hmm. it, it rhymes, and it's it's kind of like this circular thing where it's just like we are doomed to repeat some of the stories mm -hmm. that we tell because you know we don't learn the lessons that George asks us to learn. And mm -hmm. God damn it, I we're even watching it like in High Republic to an extent. Like there's some yeah. of the things coming in there where it's just like, well, the the sins of the Jedi are starting to pop up there through the fear of, of I forgot the name of the creature. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not uh, the Leveler. Thank you, the Leveler. Yeah. Like I, I just read uh, issue four of High Republic. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. It's just like, but like all those, all those things are like how you connect like the, these thematic uh, threads, right? Of like how 
things become corrupted or mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. evil resur- uh, resurfaces or surfaces for the first time. It's it's really poignant. It's really interesting to see like how it it's manifested in different types of storytelling and the impact right that it gives like all these characters. So I'm really excited to see Cody more. Like I hope this isn't a one and done thing. I really hope. Yeah. That there's, I, I think there's something if, has if to be sh- something. If they showed Rex. If they're bringing Rex in for for a particular arc or an episode, it's Cody related because this has to jump. This has to connect to when uh, Rex was uh, in that Rebels episode Rebels. where they were taking on the uh, the battle droids, and and I guess there's an explosion and he's out of it for a second, and he comes to, and the first thing that yells out of his first thing he yells is Cody. So I, some, something has to connect with that. So I I, I, I do think that. Maybe uh, <laughs> this is going to be a mission that that uh, that he asked Bad Batch to help him out with, to to you know get Cody to safety or to or to, or to rescue Cody or something like that. But it's going to oh I see I'm a, such a downer because it's, it's going no, it's, it's, he's it's, not it's, there yeah he's not it's there going to end bad it's going to end bad because <laughs> he's not there <laughs> he's not there well maybe he's somewhere else maybe he you know maybe he was helping out with the with the path uh, so he's you know he's could be somewhere over could there be. with. Uh, with oh my god, I'm forgetting everyone's names today. Uh, uh, uh what Wolf? Uh, no, not Wolf. Uh, no, um, Jesus Christ. Uh, red, uh, yellow line, uh, Jedi. Jesus. Christ. Oh, 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 Who's oh, in love oh, with oh, Ventress. Oh. Uh, yeah. What am I? What I'm being a bad. Quinlan fan Voss. Fan. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, Quinlan Voss. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it, it happens, girl. Uh, maybe, maybe he's with Quinn in the past, helping out with the yeah. path somewhere. Uh, maybe so, so you know, or I don't think I don't think no. so. I'm with you, Chris. I think <laughs> I think he's not gonna make it. <laughs> I hate to be like that. I'm just like, yeah, oh, wait. I mean, the, I mean, that's the direction that the season's going. It's just like, hey, this doesn't yeah. really end well. And nice yeah. first, no that, happy... first, that first clone that we saw in the second episode, I'm not gonna falsify reports, and he, and he got his. So now Cody is not gonna yeah. follow some orders. Yeah, uh, yeah. Crosshair covered for him and got him a mm-hmm. small re- reprieve. But yeah, maybe this is a foreshadowing thing. If you don't follow orders while you're in the Empire, either you know you're gonna you're gonna get yours. Uh. Yeah, and 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 uh, Rampart is um he continues to be a, a he continually upping his his game at right. being a supreme a hole. Like uh, yeah, he was like, kind of he was kind of. I didn't care for him in season one. Mm. I thought he was not kind of wimpy and yeah. I didn't think he was. He was very bland. He was very. He was very. You know, vanilla. Yeah. As a, yeah. as, a, was, as far as a villain waiting, can go. He was waiting he wasn't, for his, he, his time. He, I think you know exactly. Biden his time. He wasn't no callous. You know, he didn't have cool hair or cool facial hair. Or he wasn't particularly evil. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. You know, I thought he was pretty boring season one. But yeah. season two. But now he's just yeah. He's, up in he's his starting. game. He's up yeah. in his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm. Um, so I, I don't know if looking forward to right word because like i don't want him to kill our friends in the bad batch but but he's 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 getting up there in the in the in yeah. the villain in the villain spectrum yes he is yeah. are we gonna see darkin or something or krennic uh, who do we think uh he's gotta interact yeah. with some superiors right uh. i would hope so, so i would hope we see some more tarkin at least yeah krennic he's busy <laughs> i read somewhere on twitter he's- i don't know if this is true but I read somewhere on Twitter that the facility where the clones are currently in Coruscant was like a Krennic facility. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know. That's something I read on Twitter. I don't know if it's true. But I'm like, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't sound right. I think Krennic's a little busy with his yeah. other project to be doing that. So I haven't Wikipedia'd it. But assuming that it's true, maybe maybe the show is like, hey, I'm busy. I'm the administrator of this facility, only evil version of that, right? Yeah. And just shows up, just just shows up to inspect it and runs into a rampart. But I don't know. I want I want it's not that like I want a lot of cameos, but I do want some some more connective tissue. I don't yes. know if like to and maybe to Andor. I don't know if like uh, we see the ISB here, so we see uh, oh I, I'm forgetting Jesus Christ, I'm forgetting everyone's name. Deidre? Uh, uh, no, not Dedra, like the the head honcho of the ah, see. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Jularen, um, there we go. Oh, Jularen, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, see Jularen, but like kind of make like those little connections and then start kind of tying everything yes. a little more 
organically because I've seen people say, oh, be, uh, the Bat Batch uh, helped Baby Yoda come out of the Jedi Temple. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Uh, That's a little too much for me. What, yeah. do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's a, a little too much. I mean, yeah. I like the connections that they're doing. It doesn't have to be like super obvious. Like in season one, I really love mm-hmm. the episode with Cut in it, you know? So mm-hmm. this yeah. idea yeah. about the the clones that were going AWOL even before Order 66 and everything happened, right. you know? And there was, there's was there been a lot of callbacks to Count Dooku, you know, the first two episodes with like his destroyed palace. And then in this episode, talking about the fact that he saw the fall of the Republic problem was that obviously he ended up helping the fall of the republic and the creation mm-hmm. of the empire because he started with good intentions obviously mm-hmm. we know now from tales of the jedi which was fantastic but it's a callback to all these cycles repeating themselves like you were saying earlier goose that you know sometimes he had all these good intentions and saw that this was happening because of the corruption of the republic and it all came to pass mm-hmm. the bad thing that you know dooku actually helped that to happen and that he was on the wrong side of it but his intentions repeat at the beginning and he knew that the corruption was real and it's true it's what's happening i mean there's no peace at all whatsoever as soon as he's let go that she shows mercy the first thing he says is execute her so Mm -hmm. and like we were discussing about this character this is the kind of people that swarm towards the empire it's crummy cowardly people that just want some extra power and that's exactly what it is so yeah which which kind of reminded me that's sorry not to cut you Mm -hmm. off but like that's fine yeah yeah that's exactly (laughs) what i was gonna say Uh, especially with the whole with the whole like execute her and then she says like it was never about it was never Mm -hmm. about peace if i mean it's just like this whole dialogue is happening especially with the new congress and all the you know everything that's happened with uh, the mccarthy elections you know but like and then all the bills that they're starting to vote for and it's kind of like people are saying like it was never about freedom of speech it was never about text it was never mm-hmm. about why no and it's i mean we always kind of knew that but yeah. the point of that is to kind of and i think it's a beautiful thing about animation and it i mean just keep since we're talking about tying things in star wars now i just want to tie things to the you know to the world outside yeah it's like guillermo del toro was saying like in the golden globes like animation is not for it's not for kids it's just a medium for storytelling mm-hmm. and that's yes. the power of bad batch as well it might be animation but it doesn't mean that it can't tell us something about the world that we live in mm-hmm. i mean maybe, maybe it's a little more and i use the word cautiously right maybe it's more sanitized than than andor was because you know mm-hmm. andor was made for an older audience so it's a little more explicit with his messaging but yeah like when i saw that scene the message is still there it was never about mm-hmm. peace it's like yeah they're talking about fascism they're talking about these things and it's mm-hmm. things that you can see in animation it's equally powerful just because it's a different, you know, it's a different brush stroke doesn't mean that it's not mm-hmm. an art that can evoke a, a sense and meaning. And I think that's the really powerful thing about these types of shows that like, you know, that we're watching and discussing. But anyway, that's what I wanted to say. No, sorry. No, it's as you, fine. As you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I just think if we're only three episodes in and they're already setting up so much to happen. I mean, they can go mm-hmm. pretty much any direction right now. And I, it's going to be worth to watch. I think we're in for a really fun ride with season Absolutely. two. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great segue like into like the final segment, I think, of like our review series, which is the responsible speculation segment. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we've already <laughs> done a little bit about that with killing uh, Cody and, and Crosshair's <laughs> eventual redemption or our hopeful redemption of Crosshair. But what do we expect to see we're three episodes in, like you said, Nani, but what do we expect or hope to see um, the rest of Bat Batch Season 2? Chris, let's start with you, since you've got the big ideas. You've already <laughs> gave, gave us a couple of, couple of hints yeah. there, but that's, go uh, crazy now. That, that's where I'm going. It, 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 I, I think that um, if if we revisit Mount Tantus, and I do think we will uh, with that cloning facility, that you know we will get more um, insight into, the, into Palpatine's contingency plans mm-hmm. with, uh, mm-hmm. trying to be so we may see that we may see a little bit of you know project snoke you know we may we might mm-hmm. see a little bit of that yeah. um you know what and 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 truth be told like before i remember i asked um ethan Sachs once uh who, who he writes uh the uh, bounty hunters comic and i asked him about um because because like carl weathers is one of like my he's like my favorite actor so i was like is there a chance that we can get a grief carga story in the bounty hunters comic since he you know, as head of one of the bounty hunters guilds or, or you know works with bounty hunters guilds 
And he's like, I, he's like, I can't touch any of that because that's, you know, Favreau and, and Filoni, they're doing their thing. So we can't touch any of that until they give a good say. So with Filoni being, you know, uh, you know, the head of, I guess, rebels and whatnot, an executive producer, mm -hmm. the Grogu thing, I'm thinking they could, maybe they could do something with it. Maybe mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be Bad Batch, or maybe Bad Batch helps whoever got uh, Grogu out of out. you know the the, mm -hmm. the temple. Maybe helps them out or something. Who who knows? That would be something. I'd be I'd be so down for that. But would you want to see the? Because I think everyone wants to know like how Grogu escaped. How got out. Yeah. But do we want to see that in Bad Batch, or do you think that's something that's left mm -hmm. for somewhere else? Like. Is it a, a flashback or something in Mando? What do you think? I don't care how they show it to me. <laughs> yeah. As long as I just see it. As long as I'm able to uh, just give me. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting all the good stuff. So that's good. Nanny, yeah. what about you? Yeah, Speculate I've always ever responsibly. since yeah. ever since season one, I have been a fan of us meeting Boba in the series. Mm -hmm. So I am looking mm -hmm. forward to that possibility, especially the difference in how they have grown up. You know, and she's like with a loving family and he grew up with bounty hunters, basically, and not trusting anybody and, and how that changes them, mm -hmm. even though there's the same genetic material and how maybe an interaction between them would change both of them. So that's mm -hmm. something that I had looked forward to of maybe happening ever since season one. So yeah. I would be super down with that. But otherwise, I'm not sure. We have a lot of episodes to go. And <laughs> it'd be it'd be interesting uh, to follow that that uh, to keep pulling on that thread now yeah because uh, we know from celebration orlando i think when they showed the was it uh, whatever when they showed like that that cinematic uh, of, of of clone wars of the bad uh, cat bane and boba fett uh, yeah. showdown where he mm -hmm. gets yeah. the you know the, yeah. the dent on the helmet uh, which we kind of got a version of that mm -hmm. with uh, with hunter and cat bane But I think there's, I, I think we still need to see that scene with Boba Fett and Cat Bane just to kind of tie it a little, yeah. have that narrative thread a little more stronger mm -hmm. with Book of Boba Fett. And mm -hmm. I think Bad Batch could be a good opportunity to like have that play that, out. Because yeah. one, mm -hmm. like we've that. already seen Cat Bane, so he can come back, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then two, it makes sense for Boba to like have some interaction with Omega and they can retool it, right? Maybe Boba's having that confrontation with Cat Bane because of Omega. And he's protecting his sister, Cat Bane's trying to do whatever the hell he's doing for Imperials cool. and yeah. Mount Tantus. But and then we everyone gets their cake and we get to yeah. eat it too. Uh, but you oh, know, yeah. but that's that's responsible. If it doesn't happen, <laughs> I'll we're be wrong fine. all I'll, the time, I'll, but it's fine. I'll, su I'll survive <laughs> if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because they and probably have getting, better ideas. Oh yeah, we're getting good stuff regardless. I'm sure we are. We are I think good. this is gonna be a really fun season. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we got well, it's 16 episodes, so we still have yeah. most most of the season. So we just yeah. got this party going. Uh, yeah. But with that, I think this is a, a good a good spot to start, uh, yeah. wrap things over. But before but before we head out, Chris, why don't you tell us everything that you've got going on at the what's going on at Braxium these days? Sure. Uh, let's see. Well, we have a new uh, series of shorts that we're doing called Unrefined Braxium. Uh, this is where we have 55 seconds to talk about anything we can review a show anything that's going on within star wars you know that you may have a you know that, that people want to uh rant about or, or whatever just anything anyone in, you know in the crew wants to talk about mm -hmm. you have 55 seconds to talk about it uh and we have a little like a little timer going on where you'll see that's a uh, lot of pressure a, a vial <laughs> of uh you'll see this vial of broaxium at the top and it'll start to go red it'll start because it's unrefined so you have that right, much time right. before it blows up Um, yeah. someone, someone crossed the line today. I put one out and I someone, had... someone, oh, Claire, uh, rest in peace, Claire. She, uh, she, yeah, she crossed the line and, uh, and the thing blew up. So, uh, we have that going on. Um, uh, that means we have to reschedule, uh, because she, she's, also yeah, yeah, well, she's okay. She'll be all right. She's in the back of the tank right now. She's good. <laughs> okay, She'll be all right. Um, let's see. We've got a quick shots of Broaxing, which is our, our comic book preview show. We have that, uh, Sundays. Live uh, nine o'clock, we have shooting the poodoo going on. Uh, every other week, the Star Bros podcast you know puts out something. Um, you know, I forgot, I don't know what they're talking about this week, but it's it's it's, it's always good. They're an amazing crew, Ben and Jan. Uh, Tuesdays is uh, BX Gaming with uh, Dan and, and uh, Mike Roker. Uh, right now, they're going through God of War, yeah, they're going through God of War, uh, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. I think it's called the latest one, one. Yeah. and yeah, and they're, they're going through so that, good. and it looks amazing. It's amazing. Uh, 
I, I that's it? one of the games that I got a PlayStation Five for, and like oh, I got a so PlayStation good. Five, and I have not played any single wow. game on it. So wow. like I need to, yeah, I need to. You need, you need to. You need I feel to bad. Money's worth out of that thing. Right, right, yeah. right. Now it's just gathering dust, but yeah. We'll, we'll and, get uh, to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can catch me on Fridays um, on the streaming Star Wars network with uh, Pete Fletzer and Nick Milkey. We do Force Connect. Uh, so, that, you know, there's that as well. It's a lot Very of stuff. Cool. And we will yeah. so busy. leave links. Oh, to no. And one more thing. I'm sorry. One more thing. One more oh, thing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm exhausted. Steve Jobs, um, Steve Jobs over here presenting. <laughs> like uh, also, like, I have a month, two, two more monthly shows we have going on. It's Nice Guys Podcast. With me and my buddy Mick, and we talk about a uh, bunch of older, like eighties and nineties movies that that we enjoy when we worked in a video store together back in the awesome. early two thousands. Uh, and then uh, we have a a, a comic book uh, show called Spoiler Run that's going to come out at the end mm -hmm. of the month, where it's going to be me, uh, Rick Villanueva from uh, Jam Transmissions, mm -hmm. and uh, and Dan will be there as well, and we're going to talk about our favorite comics um, from that month. So. Awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We we will attempt to leave as many of those links <laughs> as possible down in the descriptions. You can follow them because Chris is a great guy. Braxim is an awesome crew. So Thank please, you. please make sure to check them out. Because it's all we gotta support all the all the good peeps now in the community. Mm -hmm. Everyone's making you. excellent yeah. content out there. Yeah. <laughs> Some well, aren't, yeah, but we don't talk about them. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about them. They're true. Um, but yeah. anyway, I think we're done for today. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show again. We love having thank conversations you. with you. I think yeah. that much is going to be great. Then we have Mando season three coming. Yeah. It's going to be a good year. Uh, we are tried of the force. We are going to go back to regular episodes at some point. We'll keep you posted. But for now, we are going to continue to talk about Bad Batch every episode that's its release. It's going to be great. Like, mm -hmm. subscribe, leave us a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. And until next time, may the force be with you.